Can we get the Trump stuff out of the way up top? <laughs> and we're gonna have. I mean, what, yeah, uh, we can top, no longer the ignore whole episode, it. right? <laughs> it's the elephant. It's the elephant in the white factory room. in the factory in the manufacturing room. Yeah, the assembly line <laughs> where they assemble the elephants. Small fingered elephant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it was we you know, we don't like talking politics on this show, but hey. Nope. Whatever. <laughs> I uh I don't know about you guys. I thought I thought um Ruber's take was pretty Yes pretty solid in terms of yeah. there are lines you can draw and i think this this is you know kind of crossing so just, it a little to bit. summarize to summarize his take <laughs> in case if you listen to the rebound but don't read daring fireball <laughs> who are you <laughs> he um basically said that he that tim cook has handed trump a campaign ad for the election next year which will feature trump creating jobs that he didn't actually create because the factory that makes the Mac Pro uh, started in 2013, not just like Tuesday. So, so Donald goes to Texas to visit this plant that has mm-hmm. existed for six years. Uh, and Tim stands silently by as Trump says, like, they uh, were opening this today. <laughs> Apple's opening this today because of what I've done for them on tariffs. So and, many things we can pick apart in that. Uh, <laughs> Do it in the voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brand new uh, Apple Pro Mac Pro facility. I love the pros. I love the Mac. <laughs> I do the double click. Sometimes it's a triple click. Uh, but so um, all the clicks. He's, he's anyway, definitely so. he's a he's a tap clicker, isn't he? Oh, that Whoa. bastard! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! It's a deep cut for. Long-term rebound listeners. Long-term rebound listeners might remember. Honestly, I'm more offended, not even by Trump saying that stuff and Tim ignoring it. Because Tim could have very subtly corrected the record. He's like, you know, this is Tim. I don't don't do it, Tim. But like, when we open this plant... This is all you're doing tonight? When we open a plant... Man of a thousand voices. One sentence was all it would take for Tim to clear the record. But what offends me even more is Tim just standing silently and and Mm -hmm. beatifically by as Trump rails about impeachment and fake news and all his other standard bullshit and you know it's it's fear right because tim could put out a statement the next day that says hey you know the president is the president and it's important for us to do these things but you know inviting him to look at our plan which opened in 2013 doesn't mean that i endorse all of his policies i've lobbied the president on this this and this and he's scared right if he does that then he gets shit on yeah, he's, I mean, he is. He's trying to play the game, but he's playing their game. Yeah, the problem and, is he's played too far. <laughs> yeah, and well, he's. I mean, when you play it that far, you legitimize that game. Yeah, I, I agree, and that's that's exactly what he's done. I, he's he's said that this is this is the way things are, and this is the game that we have to play, and we have no power in this game other than to go along with it, and. That's just that's not. Cool. I, I, yeah, the game. I mean, the game has played him at this point. Um, and yeah. I think the, the the having him in the factory for the photo op thing, I think, is a bridge too far. Honestly, all this stuff. There's been all the pictures of him having, you know, uh, being on the, it's, the yeah, technology it's thing, council. Right. It's one thing to go and like, yeah, just sit on to a bend, panel bend and his like, ear talk or to whatever, him and, whatever. Fine. Right, right, right. I mean, you can you, you can make the case that well, we're trying to you know like you know 
keep the crazy keep the crazy but, the, down but this whole situation uh, you know again not to not to verge too much into the whole like political stuff but like the whole issue with this is like not only is the factory not open or you know not something that trump is any way responsible for but the whole thing with the tariffs and the exception is all of trump's making that's a problem yeah. that the, he created look, like he can't is take not, credit th- this is why and this is why we're talking about this right it's not because we're not veering into pol- politics politics is veering into this business <laughs> and so we talk about the yeah. business of apple and there is no way to not talk about this because they have done this we did not do this they are doing this yeah I, and i think this is the issue right like you know this is something that this is like this is like flooding a town and then taking credit for help draining it, right? Like, yes, <laughs> you can't, yes. you cannot both be responsible for the problem and the solution. That is not right, how that right. works. I so put out the fire that I set. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is, you know, I don't like the pattern that this is making is the, the worst part because, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Gruber right after this linked to a whole thing about the Hong Kong situation, which we've yep. talked about before. And he makes a great point about the fact that the uh the taiwan flag is not uh, the emoji is gone and yeah. i i you know it's in, funny in hong, kong. in hong kong i was listening to a story about this earlier or not about this earlier tonight but related and i was talking about the the fact that the film market is so big in china which we've known for years but that film makers are now taking moves in american made films to make them play better in china and the example they used was uh there's a sequel to top gun coming out and in the original movie, Tom oh, Cruise's yeah. jacket has a bunch of patches on it, including a Taiwanese flag. And he's wearing right. the same jacket in the new movie with no Taiwanese flag. And it's like, why? I, I understand. But like, there's a certain point at which, yes, these are all business concerns. But subsuming, you know, any sort of uh, uh, morality for the purpose of making your, your stuff sell better overseas. Where does that end? Yeah. The worst part to me is that now it makes me feel bad about myself. Uh, in a way that sometimes I think that I already do because I should not use Facebook or any other Facebook owned property and I can't quit Instagram or WhatsApp. <laughs> Instagram can't quit you, Lex, either. Just so yeah, that's also, it told me. I heard Like, that. Moltz hates Amazon but still shops at Amazon, right? It's, I do. It's convenient. You can buy stuff. Yeah. And like, this is, this is protest worthy to me. This is like, um, this, this is embargo worthy. I'm definitely not buying and, a Mac Pro, let me tell you that. <laughs> It's true. Just because of this, like, though. Just because of this. What am I yeah. going to do? I'm drawing I'm a line gonna, in the sand. I'm not going to make my tech life worse. I'm not going to go buy a Surface Pro tablet, although I lust after them every time I see people using them in the wild. Not the apps, just the way it works. In the, but, yeah, in the woods. Uh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. bears. But uh, I, 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 like, I'm not going to stop using these products, but like, it makes me mad at myself because I would. I want to be able to protest, and I don't know how. Well, and I think that there aren't there aren't that many great options, really. Well, here's the other thing. Yeah. I, I don't think this is entirely. I, I hate to. Be, I'm not going to pass the buck on this entirely. I don't think it's entirely beholden on the consumer to do this. Uh, and you know, I realize I speak from this as a a somewhat member of the press, but I do think that that more places in the press should be holding his feet to the fire about this. And I don't think yeah. that a lot of the, especially the at this point, like the sort of the really big names in the industry, you know. It should be going to Apple PR and being like, look, is this, is this an endorsement? Is this support? Like, clarify your position. And maybe mm-hmm. Apple doesn't respond because it often doesn't. But the more you ask that question, the more awkward it's going to get when they don't say anything. Yeah. So I'm asking you right now, Apple, because I know you're listening. Do you endorse <laughs> President Trump's policies? Uh, and would you like to comment on that? 
Nothing. I guess nothing. It is. It's. I don't know. It's not surprising. It's brutal. Really. And I think Gruber said something to the effect of that this will be a. He, I don't think this is Gruber's language, but to, it does feel to me like a stain on Tim's era, and that some of these that the, like those photos of him just smiling quietly while Trump speaks will be like an iconic photo of his tenure. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a shame too because like you got to think he doesn't. We all ascribe things to him because we like the company, and therefore we ascribe stances and policies to him that we assume are perhaps like mine. He used to say stuff. He used to say stuff publicly. Indeed. And uh, the fact that it it, it comes across as lacking a courage of convictions, right? Like, I don't think, not not to play the if Steve were still alive card, but I don't think anybody thinks Steve Jobs would have kept his mouth shut, right? There's there's no way. I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. I, I hate playing that. Obviously, but but he but, couldn't have. He he is fundamentally incapable of keeping his mouth shut when there was bullshit. The two, around. can you imagine the two of them in a room together? Uh, God, yeah, ca- be, cage match. I mean, I I might want to see it, but it would not have gone anything like what happened at that plant. Yeah. So uh, as long as we're talking about this, though, there there are a couple other things that have happened in the recent week that I feel like it's maybe they're having they're having a week. They really are. So they're the va- the vape app thing. Yeah. Where they pulled all the apps related to vaping, mm-hmm. um, the thing with Guillermo Rambo, where they pulled his developer <laughs> account and haven't said anything. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it. Like I said before, it's the pattern that makes me uncomfortable yeah. because they're doing a lot of shit that a trillion dollar company doesn't have to do. Yeah. So Guillermo yeah. Rambo was, had he had his developer developer account. account pulled and no reason given as to why it was pulled and. Which leads you to make assumptions, which are not always true. But, you know, it seems like in this case, the logical assumption that you could make is that they pulled it out of spite because he does a really good job of sifting through their operating system releases and finding information on things that they don't want people to know about. And some of that is their own fucking stupidity. Oh, oh, it's completely their fault. It's not not all of like there is definitely stuff that he weasels out that like, okay, you could make an argument that it might be covered by an NDA, even though they're okay. not enforcing okay. the NDA more. But yes. there is also stuff that legitimately, well, like, the thing. he guessed URLs. Like, <laughs> that's on you, man. Sorry, Apple. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and again, you're a trillion-dollar company. This is a dude who is just an independent. I will say, like, it is a little tricky because he is a developer as well as a, you know, blogger and, and journalist for uh, 9 to 5. And I think that that's a tough situation because you got to walk that line of, like, well... I, I am beholden to them to a certain extent because if I'm distributing apps on their platform, I am I have yeah. to essentially sign on the dotted line and say like I'm going to toe the line, play by the rules. Um, yeah. But you're also turning around and publishing stuff like a sooner point. There, there's a tension there, and it feels like one of those has to well, give. Then, eventually. Well, then make that case. Sure, right? sure. I mean, make that case case that he violated, and you and if you're going to do that, then you better be doing it to everybody. Yeah, that's the other issue is they don't enforce the NDA anymore. And right. they they used to, yep. or at least they th- did they used to actually enforce it or did people just assume that they enforced there it? There was a lot of people who were scared and wouldn't say anything about it because the language yeah. was written much more um scarily, I guess. But um they and they did crack down. I mean, everybody remembers like think secret, right? Uh maybe you oh, don't yeah, maybe yeah. open like yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. So years and years ago, they definitely did like try to sue people and and all that jazz. Um, right. They haven't as much in recent years, and they did relax like certain restrictions. But yeah, you don't you get it's kind of an all or nothing thing. Like if you're trying to selectively enforce it, that seems that's bullshit. It's just you can't have your cake and eat it too. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, uh, I even appreciated uh, Rambo's quoting the policy of like, you shouldn't run to the press. He's like, well, I've tried everything else and you haven't answered me, so now I'm going to run to the press. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what's and what's I think the recourse? He's exactly right, too. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I agree with you on that. Like, I, I think there are times when it's distasteful, but like, viewing it as a last resort of like well i have literally done everything else i have played by your rules i've done the things that you told me i should do in order to escalate that and i've gotten nothing at that point yeah the press is your only option and you should make a stink about it and apple's again apple's feet should be held to the fire about it they should at least be forced to provide a reason otherwise they just look like dicks (laughs) right right one thing I didn't mention, uh, if I go, if we go back one topic for a minute about those pictures of Tim, is uh, luckily for him, or unluckily, I guess, all those pictures were taken with, you know, smartphones, digital cameras, etc. Those pictures already existed in the digital realm. Uh, but whole movies and our old photos, they can transport us back to unforgettable <laughs> times. And now Legacy Box is here to digitally preserve them before they degrade. So Dan and I have both done the Legacy Box experience. Dan, what kind of photos did you uh, did you send in? Uh, well, I not only sent in photos from a road trip across the country I took when I was 17, because, you know, didn't have a digital camera at that point, but I, I went beyond photos, Lex. I sent in uh, some old VHS tapes. I even sent in an old 8mm film reel that my parents took of, like, nice. my first birthday. And, like, there was no way we were going to watch that. I don't have an 8mm film projector sitting around anymore. So, like, that was new to me. I had never seen that footage before in my life, and that was super cool. I love that. I... <laughs> I sent in both VHSC and Hi8, and I didn't have to figure out which was which, which I loved. Um, <laughs> Legacy Box is simply the best way to convert all your old analog media to DVD, thumb drive, or even convenient digital download, so you can easily easily share with other members of your family. Plus, the process from start to finish is incredibly simple. You just go online, you purchase the box that you need, they'll send you a Legacy Box kit in which you put all your media, you fill it up, then you slap on the prepaid mailing label and send it back, and in a couple of weeks, you'll get all your originals back, plus perfectly preserved digital copies, ready to watch, share, and relive. You can get started preserving your past today. That should be your future. Go to LegacyBox.com rebound to get 40% off your first order. You can save your time and your memories. You go to LegacyBox.com rebound. That's going to save you 40% off your first order. They really make it painfully simple. You send them a box, you load it up with stuff in the opposite order. That'd be weird. They send you a box. You fill it up with your stuff. Then you send it back. And then they give you the digital stuff. It's fantastic. I have a, a whole bunch of old movies that I made as the video director at the summer camp that my kids now attend. And I love it. So thanks. Legacybox.com slash rebound. Just to add to this pattern, because it seems like we're, we're building a thesis here. <laughs> there was also a story this uh, today that I saw. Uh, I think I first saw it over at 9to5Mac that... Um, Apple pulled all the ratings and reviews from the Apple store, not uh, like of the uh, like hardware products and stuff. You know, they used to be able to go yeah. on by cables and they had like ratings and reviews like you have an online store. They apparently took them all down, uh, which is weird. Uh, it is weird. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I ever like if I'm going to their site, it's got it's got to be something that's extremely specific because right. otherwise their prices are going to be they're right. Their prices are going to be very inflated and. I usually know what like the exact thing that I need and I'm going to buy it whether Joe Blow from Minnesota says it sucks or not. So, right. I never I never really really cared that much about the ratings on Apple's site, <laughs> but it does seem like 
you know, again, like another thing where like, oh, we can't handle any kind of criticism whatsoever. So we're just going to get rid of it. Especially when you point uh, the Verge pointed out that the lightning to headphone jack adapter had at least 735 one star reviews. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all right, again, I get your point. If you're feeling like people are just essentially astroturfing you know your yeah, your yeah, board right. they're making they're yeah they're the reviews that they're leaving are making a point as a as a uh, about their it's a soapbox strategy yeah. but more about their strategy than about the thing itself right uh, but it also feels weirdly you know kremlin-esque to just be like they're all yeah. gone they were never yeah. even here we're not even talking right. about this anymore <laughs> you know did you read a review now, there were no reviews <laughs> Uh, and I think there's a a poor comparison to be drawn to Instagram, which the, they say will be removing uh, public views of likes soon. You won't be able to see likes on other people's photos or who liked what. Instagram already removed a few weeks back. Feels very different um, thing now. Oh, for sure. Uh, that's that's yeah. going to be my point. Instagram yeah. revu- removed a few weeks back the ability to see what your like. There used to be a thing where you could see what new accounts your friends followed and what photos your friends liked i loved that feature because it was a great way to discover new accounts but it's also a super creeper feature uh, where like i saw that a, a ceo of mine who worked for years and years ago only would follow accounts of like scantily clad women and i was like okay that's wonderful um uh, you could see when like people unfollowed certain people and wonder like what does that mean uh but anyway um those things are like Instagram, at least in theory, saying we want to make this a happier place and these things are being used for evil. Apple's ratings and reviews are being used in theory by customers who are trying to share insights that Apple requests you share and that are informing every other consumer. And I was like, yeah, we don't want you to have that info because we don't like it anymore. And I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) Well, again, it's max of not listening or feeling like you're above it all because you're right. even Even if people were using that as a soapbox to complain about things, how many other options do they have for really getting their, you know, points yeah. to Apple? And does it really hurt you? Right. Exactly. People, because like people I said, not like I buying said, if you're stuff? going there to get that thing anyway, you're probably going to buy it regardless. Yeah. Because exactly. it's like the only, the only thing that you can, the only place that you can get that one thing that you want. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm mad that I have to pay the $10 or whatever for the headphone adapter, but yeah. I want to listen on my music, so I'm still going to buy it. Right. Uh, and so yeah. at that point, you can afford to be generous and be like, well, we hear you. We're sorry, but like, let's hear. We did this for reasons X, Y, and Z, and we know it's inconvenient, but we think over time we'll provide a better experience. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the, here's the reason. I just, I, just, I just realized the reason that they did this. It's because they didn't think they could stand the reviews on the Mac Pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's it. From people, from people who really had not bought one. <laughs> <laughs> so overpriced, man. Less space than a nomad. <laughs> lame lame <laughs> that's right, that's uh, right. it's it, it i also just hate solving the problem that way it's like if your car is making a noise and your solution is to make the volume on your radio louder <laughs> oh i've done that yeah <laughs> but you're not you're we not a trillion dollar company that's me you're not that's a trillion dollar me, yeah. company that can buy not, right, millions right, right, of right. new I'm cars not, i'm not hurting anybody but myself <laughs> and we we love you for that yeah but the good news is there's a new battery case <laughs> <laughs> and people people losing their shit that the battery case has a dedicated camera button right surprise me because it feels like comically cautious to me well let's try it here yeah. <laughs> like if they want to do a dedicated camera button why should it only be on a phone that's in a case it doesn't make any sense to me i thought it was laughable i don't know i like a dedicated camera button don't get me wrong and i assume that our listeners know but people discover things sometimes uh 
uh, that they hadn't known. But I, I never take a picture using the on-screen shutter button. I always use the volume buttons as my shutter button. And you should at least do that once you're in the camera app because it's way easier and you don't jostle the phone while you're taking the picture. But I, are, are you guys losing your minds about the dedicated camera button on the battery case? I'm not going to buy a battery case. On the battery case for the phone that I don't have? No. Yeah. Is it only on the Max one? Or is it on the... Um, is no, it it's on, on phones, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh yeah not losing my mind i i think it's an interesting idea but i agree with you lex i'd rather have that on my phone yeah yeah like yeah if it's important enough to have in the battery case it's important enough to have on the phone it just seems like such a weird it's a weird choice tandem yeah because <laughs> it's like ah you know the photographers in the world <laughs> they're the ones who use battery cases it's just it's like we sell spaghetti and mufflers. Like I don't understand why it's. <laughs> it's a great combination. First of all, that's, yeah. that's one thing. And delicious. Uh, I, I, but in in a thing that Apple did that uh, helps me this week, um, I was uh, having my regular old work day earlier this week, and I was at a business lunch and started feeling lightheaded. And then my watch is like, "Hey, you've been doing nothing, but your heart rate's really high." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine, exciting." And every once in a while, I get that message from the watch, and then it, that I get it once in a day. Uh, I, I recently logged it for reasons that will become clear and found that it happened often on days that I was flying, which is neither here nor there, but an interesting fact about me. And uh, But so uh, I'm sitting still at that table after you know trying to be less lightheaded. I have some water, whatever. And then it tells me that it's happened again. Like 20 minutes later, it says, hey, for another 10 minutes, your heart rate was really high. Like 120 or so for my resting heart rate, which is not where it should be. And uh, happened eight more times that day as I worked on my work day back at the office and stuff. And so I called up my doctor and they're like, come see. And I, my EKG was normal, um, but there's no great explanation for why my heart was racing. And my doctor was like, well, it's good that you're here. And then they did some tests and there's some stuff they don't like that my thyroid's doing. Now, the truth is I'm going to be fine. Uh, I go to see a cardiologist tomorrow as we record, but, uh, I'm 38. Uh, anyway, so, um, but, uh, I would not have necessarily known what the cause of the issue was, nor would I have ever thought to like, Hey, maybe I should talk to a doctor about it. Had it not been for the, uh, the watch harassing me. So it's not like McNulty, Scott McNulty level good story. Right, Cause right, his, yeah. his watch was like, you need heart surgery. Basically you need to go to the, to the doctor. It does, right it's now. not, it's not heart surgery. My mom has the same condition that Scott has. It's not, he probably doesn't need <laughs> surgery, but yeah, it is a condition that needs to be treated. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, I, I was grateful to my watch. So that's all. That's one thing that Apple has done well by me on this week. Everything else, though, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but you know what's not shit, guys? <laughs> I'll tell you this. Whether your style is more mid-century, modern, boho, or you're not sure, I'm honestly not sure what boho is, but I would like it to be my style, your furniture should suit your needs while also feeling uniquely you. With Joybird, your personal, one-of-a-kind style should match your furniture. You need a sofa in a golden hue, or a love seat in the hottest red, yes, an inviting baby blue, or even a plush green velvet? Joybird's got your back. Joybird even offers a range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options so that your creations can stand the test of time. Time being kids and pets. <laughs> Plus, all Joybird handcrafted pieces come with a limited lifetime warranty. And thanks to the 365-day home trial, you can sit on it, sleep on it, and break it in. In most years, that's every day of the year. Then if you don't love your Joybird, return it. Create furniture that matches your own fearless style at joybird.com slash rebound25. See how Joybird can help make your dream space a reality today 
at joybird.com slash rebound25. One more time, go to joybird.com slash rebound25 and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code rebound25. You're like, why is that 25? Uh, It's 25% off. joybird.com slash rebound25. Our thanks to Joybird for sponsoring the rebound. You might think it's 25 cents. No, it's percent. That's right. Do you guys see the Mark Gurman story in Bloomberg about Apple changing up its development cycles? Yeah. This is uh, interesting. So the suggestion being that they realized that the stuff was super buggy this fall <laughs> and have made some changes to their internal processes. And one of the reports in there that was interesting was him mentioning um, apparently some of the daily builds in the beta period were so buggy that like people at Apple were not installing them on their phones for days at a time. <laughs> Which is not really great. Like, that does not make me feel confident about this whole operating system. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's kind of what he's describing. And I assume maybe there's more to this uh, overarching idea than that. But, like, it seems like bare minimum. Like, the the column I wrote for Macworld this week, which will come out probably around the time this episode comes out, uh, sort of delves into, like, maybe it's time for Apple to take a bigger rethink about how it does this stuff. Because the idea of releasing major software updates for all of its platforms once a year at this in the, within the same like two week period, I think is untenable. Uh, that seems it seems kind of bananas in this day and age, just because there's so much shit, and when stuff breaks, it happens at an extremely visible time when people are you know extremely ready to be vocal about these things, and they are. Yeah. You also set people up for disappointment because you announce a bunch of stuff that ha- you know at WWDC, and then basically what happens is that they they realize that they can't get some of the stuff into the the timeline, and so they drop a bunch of things before they are able to deliver the operating systems. Yeah. So one of my suggestions is like, if you're already doing that. Be upfront about it and just say, here's our roadmap. We're going to release these things in 14. We're going to release these things in 14.1, these, which will come out a month later. Yeah. These things in 14.2, which comes out a month after that. That's fine. I feel like manage your expectations, right? Yeah. Uh, under-promise and over-deliver, not the other way around. And Apple's usually pretty good about like the under-promise, so, over-deliver situation, but not this year. The, co- the comment that I've seen people make, um, which is, you know, there's there's some weight to it, is that they tie these operating systems so closely to the release of iPhones. Yeah. And that they go hand in hand pretty closely because they, there are, there are features that are included in the new operating systems that will only work on the new phones. Right. Yes. But even there, so they've got a forced deadline and they can't always delay releasing the first version. Cause it's got a time out. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they can't really switch. I mean, I, I think it would cause a much bigger problem for them if they tried to switch the release schedule for the phones. But at the same time, the stuff there's stuff that they talked about when they released the phone, like Deep Fusion, that did not ship. Portrait yeah, mode right. didn't ship. Like all, there right. is stuff that is slipped from releasing at the for same sure. time as the phone. So yeah. again, if you're already failing on that point, just mm-hmm. embrace it, man, and like at least look proactive about it instead of looking like we don't have our shit together. <laughs> And I think they don't do this on the Mac the same way, right? It's rare that a Mac comes out and it needs a new operating system on day one. Yeah, you can kind of fork stuff in there, too, a little bit. Right. I mean, like, there's stuff with, yeah. like, the T2 Oh, they forked up plenty of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I tell you. I'm with you. <laughs> Mother forking shirt balls. <laughs> um, but I read this article that, that German wrote with, uh, 
one eyebrow raised because uh, that's a skeptical eyebrow for those of you wondering. Um, Only in that it feels like so often, like pretty much with every Apple release of every software update that comes out, you get the people who are like, when are we getting our, our snow leopard? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, when are we getting our, our bug fix only release? And that's what this read like to me. And Apple's never going to do a bug fix only release. I get that that's not what the article is saying. We're going to have more rigorous testing processes and we're going to make it easier for people to install the daily betas who work here at Apple and whatever. But like, uh, I don't think anybody who is a consumer who matters to Apple actually thinks i just want a bug fix update because i think the like at this point my phone is pretty stable i got no major complaints um and even when it was at like peak bugginess it still worked fine the vast majority of the time <laughs> like i think people were annoyed but i don't think that apple lost collective sleep about it do you know what i mean yeah, so I, I, yeah. i'm hard pressed to think that that there will be noticeable changes in how new features roll out to iOS users because I think that's part of what sells new phones is the features that only work on the new ones, which require software updates. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think there's a line uh, is the issue. I mean, I think that there is... I think you're probably right, but at the same time, I think that there is an argument to prioritizing making stuff work well. I mean, the same way that last year when iOS 12 came out, they made a whole point of how well it runs on older phones. And I think that was a smart move, and I think it paid off. And iOS 12 was pretty stable. Uh, it does not feel like they took that same road this time around. And I think they have suffered from it a little bit. There is still a lot of of bugginess that... I, I'm not stopping using my devices, but like I am going to bitch about things that I find that are like... <laughs> I mean, the other day I was trying to copy a file into iCloud Drive and, you know, use it on a different device. And I was like, oh, man, it's not showing up on this other device. So I went onto the iPad where it was and it's like waiting to upload. And I'm like, it's a three kilobyte file. What are you waiting for? <laughs> like yeah. the, the phase of the moon? Like what is happening here? And it's just like little stuff like that where I just don't understand. Like half the time in these days, my in mail on the mac like half my flags disappear and then they slowly come back at like random intervals and i cannot figure out why it just feels like shit's broken and like there was a piece a couple uh i think last month by a uh, formal app former apple engineer over at tidbits talking about some of the rationale or like what he kind of thought was the part of this and, and one of the points he made was talking about apple doesn't fix old bugs if it's like essentially if it was broken in a past version they're not going to go back now and fix it and I feel like, okay, I can understand prioritizing those things, but at a certain point, if you keep doing that, the foundation of your operating system is in a lot of trouble because you have accrued so many bugs that are sitting there because we just like, they were not a high priority. At some point, you either need to fix a lot of those or you got to burn it down and start over. <laughs> so, okay. So they need to buy B? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> is B is B still available? They need to buy B's, John. <laughs> Maybe they could get Kill Amelia back. That could work. <laughs> I don't think he's doing anything yeah. these days. He doesn't sit down with Trump. <laughs> I, yeah, I would really doubt it. I mean, I think you could you could pretty you could get Gil and um the Pepsi guy. Uh John Scully, yeah. John Scully, he prefers yeah. the Pepsi guy, I know, but I know, right. That's I'm just saying Michael Spindler or Go Home. Do you still sell <laughs> sugar water? <laughs> and as we learned from Ram, there's nothing better than having multiple people running a company. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's 2019. I'm still taking shots at Rim. <laughs> oh, they deserve it. They know what they did. 
Do you think that Trump and Tim discussed the <laughs> lack of a home button on the new phones? When they met oh, God. Oh, man. At least it didn't take Why a selfie your with them. I can't do the voice. How do I go home? <laughs> Every time I need to go home, I restart the phone. <laughs> I got a million dollar idea for you. Keyboards to- <laughs> on a phone. Yeah, I can't do it either. Dedicated Maltz's keyboards. Trump is something to behold. That is my new favorite Trump right there. <laughs> I don't like the real one. I'll it's tell you that. Some, right. Yeah, mine is more like a like a utility worker in Manhattan. <laughs> uh, I would like to go home. Hey Siri, aren't you home? Uh, yes, yes. I guess I technically am. Fine. Do we make you record this someplace else? I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Did yeah. that happen early on? And I forgot. Yeah, the writers in your contract were pretty strict. <laughs> undisclosed. Tan must. Tan must record in an undisclosed location. Help. <laughs> I'm in the bunker. <laughs> Not his home in capital letters. <laughs> Not his home. Not his home. Now, mine's just going to sound like Schwarzenegger eventually. No quid pro quo. <laughs> no quid pro pro, just MacBook Pro. That's all I care about. Uh, Dan, I, I want to confirm. Funky backbeat. Are you keeping... No quid pro quo. Are you keeping your AirPods pro? I refuse to answer questions from the president. Are you going to keep them? (laughs) I I will not testify under this subpoena, Lex. Just stand there looking glum and nodding. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe maybe Tim was wearing noise canceling your AirPods, and that was why he couldn't. He's just like I'm just sitting here. Transparency. I'm just sitting here. I cannot. I cannot handle this. He was listening to the song "Music Is My Hot Hot Sex" from that (laughs) Apple commercial from years ago. (laughs) That seems like his jam. That seems like more like forest sounds. He's just listening. <laughs> he's got the white the waves, noise going the waves rolling on a beach yeah, but, somewhere yeah, I, far oh, far man. away i need to now edit a video where you just slowly zoom in <laughs> on him <laughs> and instead like, of the curb your enthusiasm music got, it's that he's got earpods in his ears fade just, in i mean this isn't the first time someone's photoshopped airpods into tim's ears either so hey no right well so dan let me ask you as barack obama instead do you intend to keep your <laughs> I don't understand why Lex is like the, the man of a thousand voices. Because I'm punchy. Yeah, your Trump is way better than your Barack Obama. That's true. I Double. agree. I agree. It's true. I agree. Lex. <laughs> the only one I can do is the Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't even do the real Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can only do the one from uh, God. I don't remember what comedy show it was, but it was from when he was running for governor. It's like people ask if uh, I'll do anything about California's illegal alien problem. I fought many aliens. You predator. You terminator. No problem. <laughs> There were no aliens in Terminator. He's a liar. (laughs) They say, do you have any experience? I say, I was technically Mr. Universe twice. I was in charge of the entire universe. (laughs) (laughs) That got better as it went on. Thanks. Sorry. I need to get in the group. I I know. Lex, let me answer this question for you with a nut. No, with a with a sound. How about this? (laughs) That's the click of your AirPods Pro case. Uh Indeed, I did. I kept the AirPods Pro. I did. I was not sure if I was going to, but you know what? I've kind of grown to really like them. Uh, I still have my nitpicks, but I found that I'm I'm able to kind of look past them, and I really like them for sitting in the coffee shop and working. I actually, the the for me the big thing is I, I really liked the Bose QC35s that I that I have, um, which are noise canceling, but just the fact that the AirPods are the same, you know, headphones that I can wear going walking to the coffee shop and they're so it's just the lightness that's that's kind of what the big thing is like they're so small and so light that i forget yeah. that i'm wearing them and like 
it's really comfortable. Like it's I, the bearable I, lightness of AirPods. I yeah, get it. that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> and I'm gonna write that. Down. Um, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self. But the, I think, I think, uh, we're not voting this time, Dan. <laughs> there was a. Um, I found an interesting comment in uh, the Rebound Slack channel of the Turning This Car Around Slack. We should get our own Slack, guys. We really we can afford. I like being this complicated. Uh, But somebody was suggesting there were listeners who were kind of complaining about fairly, I think, about the price of AirPods Pro versus their lack of longevity. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't replace the battery, and if they last two years, I've spent two hundred sixty dollars on a two year thing. Like, that's. eh. But they were like, I can imagine an Apple for your life subscription, where because right now you can pay in the fifty dollar range for their Apple trading program on the phone, and you get the phone, and you can trade in each year and so it's like well, what if it was $60 and then you could have the headphones or it was $70 you could have the phone and the watch or whatever the price would have to work out to be and I would totally do that to replace my shit each year and pay them a monthly <laughs> fee that's reasonable I would do that that's how they would get you. you live in an Apple dorm <laughs> <laughs> I would do that where I'm not mad at Tim Cook that's <laughs> that's, that's fair guess that's- who's coming over to watch movies <laughs> Yeah. Now that started to get a little uh, yeah. robotic at the end. That was not good. It sounded it a little Mr. Good. Butlertron from Clone High. <laughs> Reference <laughs> not a All right, deep cut. So. Deep cut. Oh, about. God. Such a good show, guys. You're missing out. Mm. You, you two should watch that. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't think that, I think that's beyond our. I think that's beyond our. The scope of your. Uh, yes. Yeah. I did like, uh, I think it's called Daybreak on Netflix, which we talked about, I think, a little bit. Yes. You and did. now there's a spinoff fictional podcast about it fantastic oh speak, official from netflix speaking of which uh, uh lex i know you're gonna love to comment on this story uh apple hired a uh a woman who was producing oh, podcasts from nat geo potentially to fund their their own original podcasts which some people have already jokingly called apple podcast plus um mm-hmm. yeah uh apple possibly getting into the podcast game i mean i know we can't say if they've come to us asking us <laughs> can't we if they haven't <laughs> so i don't i don't quite know how to pronounce emily Oakenschlager's last name although i think that's right i have not ever met her although i i have been in the same room as her at a couple podcast events yeah, She's it sounds creepy very, when you say talented. that <laughs> okay i just mean that we've been at some of the same events and she is like she's well regarded so it seems like a good hire uh there are very few restrictions on the things I can talk about, and this is absolutely one of them. Yep, so I, I know. No that's why I share. like throwing you under the bus on this one. Yeah, you're, you're our Rudy Giuliani, Lex. We do. We like to we like to talk about things that Lex can't talk about. <laughs> I think I'll we should listen. just. This is where John and I just talk garbage to see how mad we can make him. <laughs> should we have like a segment name for this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lex Ooh. hasn't. Sp- Spoken Lex. <laughs> uh, Lex, Lex the bear. Lex, there be light. Yeah, I got nothing. Anyways, um, the the other the other fun thing that happened for Apple this week was uh, they had to cancel the release. Oh yeah, or postpone the release of the banker specifically for the premiere. Which, I think the premiere. I'm not sure they've yeah. pulled the entire release yet. Yeah, we haven't. It's not. Yeah, it, it's so far. I think they've just said that they postponed the release right they canceled the premiere and postponed the release did they postpone I missed the release that story. too yeah and uh this is a this is a movie that i saw the trailer and it looked good it did look good um, yeah yeah it's uh anthony mackie and samuel, samuel jackson L. jackson and it's a the story of just like you know it's set in the 
fifties, I guess. 50s um, or 60s. And it's just about 60s, yeah. uh, these African American entrepreneurs who start their own bank and like L.A. Right in the I think it's in the L.A. area and um, and just how they have they basically I think they use a white guy. Yeah, they as a hire front. they hire a white guy as a front because <laughs> nobody, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. they can't you know obviously. All, right, because they know they know they're not going to get anywhere because of the racism. Let's be clear, yeah, because 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 of the racism, and they have, but they still they have they have the skills, they have the money, they have everything else that they need, and so they basically just use this dumb white guy. Do you think they 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 put a hold on this movie because Trump's like this is not the ending I wanted? No, no, uh, they, put the hold, they put the hold on the movie. Apparently, I wanted to be more the, racist, please. The like the. The relatives of one of the characters, I believe, have said that they were molested by him. Uh, oh, so, all right. So let's be clear. Is that correct? Not quite. I think relative. Uh, so the son of the depicted character who I. Th- oh, that's right. That's right. OK. Yes. The son of the. Depi- OK. But right. he has the same name. He has the same name because it's junior and yeah. senior. And right. I yes. think the issue he's I don't believe he's in featured heavily in the movie there are some questions too about like stuff that was changed from real life which people yeah, are complaining yeah. about but it sounds like right. he has been per- like participating in promotional stuff and was a consultant during the production so obviously uh, okay so he was involved in yeah the, the so violence. that that's an yeah. issue so they decided to pull back and try to like uh, i think essentially trying to figure out uh whether this is salvageable <laughs> so, yeah right um yeah that's yep kind of a mess so their bad, awful November continues. Yeah, wow. November. Which, you know, you wouldn't think, because they, they, you know, they fixed the keyboard, right? <laughs> I do want to say... <laughs> it should be nothing but blue I, skies. On your recommendations, I, uh, I have been watching and enjoying um, For All Mankind, although I haven't watched the newest episode yet. I still think Apple's app for watching their stuff on iOS devices is shitty, but that's a pretty good show. That's I a was, great show. I was I will not say, convinced to watch this it, past, it was good. This past week's episode is great, and if you are not, yeah. like biting your nails during the last 10 minutes. Uh, oh my I, God. I was impressed with how much they managed to like just create suspense for something that I did not feel like. I think just because it's in the realm of history, but it's no longer following yeah. history. Like you definitely get super tense and it's really well. I thought I was, I was, a little, I think I was a little bit more, att- in, uh, you know, uh, suspenseful. Suspended? <laughs> what, what's suspended? The, <laughs> suspended, I guess. That seems weird. <laughs> Um, I felt like the uh, Apollo 11 landing was more intense. I don't know. I thought this last one was pretty for whatever it reason. was. No, I yeah. think it was pretty. I think it was pretty definitely intense. And yeah. it was but it was and it was, um, you know, new and different, I guess. I don't want to say too much. <laughs> it has gotten a lot better as it has gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a really good show. I, 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 um, agree. I agree. And I, I still think Dickinson is better. I have not I watched any of it. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. any of that. I, I, think watched any of I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. All right. I mean, some of the some there's a lot there. There's a lot of stuff that's it's it f- walks through things that are emotional and you know and obviously literature and also just it's also just freaking funny. So I will freely admit that my my Apple TV Plus watching slowed a little bit when Netflix declared on my home screen that they had added all seasons except for some reason the first season of Billy on the Street. <laughs> Which is perfect <laughs> commute watching because you can watch it in fits and spurts and it's just fine. And mm-hmm. God, that show is ridiculously funny. 
It's not my thing. I've watched a little bit of it, but yeah. I can only I take think, yeah, so much. I don't much. think it's my thing either. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that my appreciation for that show is exactly the di- difference in comedic sensibilities between the two. That, that, yep. <laughs> M- meanwhile, I've been watching The Crown, which is a laugh riot. <laughs> I know. I got it. I and there's. I, I actually. I said this in the incomparable Slack, but I was like, I, I've actually started making a spreadsheet <laughs> to try and figure out oh which shows I can where where the cutoff is because I cannot watch everything. Oh, that John, I, want to I watch. have an app and let me tell you the backlog in that app is ridic <laughs> it is it is vin uh, diesel no. chronicles of ridic. But the crown the crown are definitely definitely gonna watch the crown it's really uh, we've watched two and a half episodes of the new season and the second episode is is fabulous it's really yeah, great okay. uh yeah. and the third episode, and a whole new whole new cast whole new cast uh which is which is fascinating crazy. to see how they do that it's terrific yeah. and crazy. And it's a great time. cast too. Like it's just yes. it's it's really impressive. So yeah. Yeah. They show all the same characters? Yeah. Well, because it's they age. So they basically right, right. have moved on from the, the, the young queen to sort of the middle aged queen. And so Claire Foy has been replaced by Olivia Coleman, who is dynamite um yeah. in everything that I've seen her in. Right. And uh yeah, so they just sort of age up all the people. And it's impressive to watch them all kind of do not only those historical characters, but also clearly like the younger versions. The younger, They're channeling yeah, the, the, them. The, yeah. Um so yeah, I, I'll say it's really good so far. I look forward to watching the rest of that. But yeah, my T V backlog is it isn't is just bananas. It is <laughs> Did you see the the story that Apple was suing Netflix over that show? Because they wanted to be the only company with a digital crown. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Lex on the street. <laughs> there we go. You made R two D two sad. That's how bad this was. <laughs> I should plug my R two in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is that that's when I know when Lex starts pulling out the real shitty jokes that he wants to end the show. Oh exactly. no! When I when you yeah. guys talk about the Crown, I've just never watched it, and all I could think about was mm. Digital Crown, Digital <laughs> Crown, <laughs> Digital Crown. I feel crown. like you would like that. Show. I feel like you'd like that show. It's a good show. I probably would. It's, it's, just, it's, it's a really it's well, exactly all, to your point. I don't have an app show. or a spreadsheet. I, who has the fucking time for this stuff? <laughs> I'll say I, the app I use is pretty. It's like oh my god, I have so much crap. I was pretty good for a while there, and then I just added a couple shows that we have never gone back to. And now it's like I scroll down, and it's like you have twenty episodes of the show to watch. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah possibly we, ever. We like only watched the first season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I know Molt watches. And <laughs> Dan, as a person who doesn't listen to uh, Turn This Car Around, you may not know that John confused. I told, I told him that I was racist to you. <laughs> John confused what? something from my life with something from the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because they're all Jews. So, so, so Lex's daughter had her bat mitzvah, and and I said, "Did you or your father take any of her money?" <laughs> and I was like, "And I was like, wait, was that not you? Where did I hear that story? Because I'm sure I've heard that story." And then I was like, "Oh, that was from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel." <laughs> That wasn't an actual person who told me that story. That was from a a comedy show. Yeah, but you know, answer the question. (laughs) It could have happened. It could happen. But I just um, don't have that many references. Also, I just get so behind, and it's it's. But my only point was that I haven't seen season two even. So it's like, well, forget it. Like that's it's too old news now. There's more new stuff, and they're still broadcasting. The second season. I I gotta watch the good place. The second season that's really good. 
Um, oh man, I have we're, we're going to be screwed though because we got to watch all this like this this uh, crossover stuff. The oh yeah, that's, Flash that's or, for uh, that's for work, John. <laughs> right. That's yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> but then uh, the Expanse starts. Yeah, I know the Expanse starts. Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel comes back. Right. Uh, the Mandalorian's running. God, there is a lot of TV right I now. I know. I will say, and I know you made fun <laughs> of me for mentioning this during the call, but if you do have a chance, I have no idea where it's streaming, but you can find Clone High, which is a show <laughs> from the early... I know people two- love that. It's by... <laughs> it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller, like, who did uh, Spider-Verse uh, and uh, the... the oh, really? The... Uh, what was the other... Oh, the Lego movie. Uh, and that, that, that ilk. It's really okay. amazingly funny and weird. Essentially, premise is like it's a high school right. populated by teenage clones of famous people. So you have like Abe Lincoln going through puberty, and his best friend is Gandhi, <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> it is so very, very good. That does sound good. Uh, yeah. All so right. and there's I a really joke do about think it in there's Spider-verse. a chance that at least one of you could like that that Daybreak show. I know you're both cautious about it, but it was. I am cautious. About Someone it. else told me they really also liked just it, like but... I got too much shit to watch. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's just priority would, list, man. Uh, you know. Yeah. Ten you years ago, sure, I would have watched support. that. I get it. I totally <laughs> I would have watched the whole season. I would have to quit the rest, everything else that I do, <laughs> just to catch up on my yeah. TV. Right. Yeah, uh, that's my dream job. I think <laughs> I want to become a TV reviewer. Oh, dude, there's an opening. I know. 